Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Hello, hello, everybody in Forbes Factor land. I'm so excited that you're here on Wednesday. Um, It is now February. So far, the year is zooming by, which scares me a lot. I have some fun news to share with you and some amazing guests. So in the Where is the World is Forbes Riley, last week I didn't do a live show because I was, in fact, on a cruise in Mexico. And I'm going to share with you, if you're not on my Facebook page, please go there. I have some amazing photos. Now, your typical photos when you go on a cruise are, I don't know, at the buffet, you know, wearing a sombrero, maybe some tequila. We did all of those things, had a great time ATVing, went banana boating. Um, But something fun happened, and this is why I love living the life of Riley. Now, I'm going to be kind of silly here. I don't sing. I do a lot of good things. Uh, I'm a great mom. My daughter's sitting right here. Great mom, right? Yeah, just say yes. She's not saying anything. Um, You know, I I teach and I I write and I do a lot of things, but I can't sing. But I grew up working at Club Med for about 10 years in my 20s, and I am a great lip singer. No, no, like I am in a world-class lip singer. But that's a really odd job. Nobody really hires you for that. Well, all of a sudden, the lip sync battle came out. And I'm watching all these fun celebrities on Spike or one of those shows do lip sync battles, thinking, oh, my God, wouldn't that be just fun? Well, as luck would have it, on the Carnival Cruise, with 3,000 people, they actually choose two individuals to be the celebrity of the ship and compete lip syncing. So I'm out on the deck doing a spin gym class with a whole bunch of fitness people, and they announce, hey, who'd like to, who'd like to lip sync? And, of course, you know me. I raise my hand and jump over. I beat out all of these 20-year-old, hot, rocking, amazing body, awesome girls because, like I said, it's my gift. So here I am in my 50s spin gyming in front of the entire Lido deck, the pool deck. There must have been hundreds of people out there. Then they say, oh, my God, you're the celebrity of the boat. You're going to do another mini lip sync battle. You are then going to do our morning show. You're going to get a photo session. And then on Friday night, the big, big show is going to be you and your competitor. Now, I don't know about you, but I couldn't have planned this better. I did two songs. I just posted them on YouTube. The first was It's My Life, and the second, It's Raining Men, with choreography, with backup dancers, half-naked. I had the time of my life. If I could sing, I would totally give Beyonce and J-Lo a run for their money. Luckily, I can't sing, so they're safe. But I have to share something. So you know when you're really, really high and life is wonderful? You always have to be very careful because life is a a funny creature. So before I left on the trip, I stayed at a dear friend of mine's house, Scott Barber. Now, Scott, and i got to share this with you, is one of the most fascinating men I've ever met. He's been in the direct response industry doing infomercials with me. His dad created the TV series Cops. And you go to his $4 million mansion at the top of Malibu, right? And you open his garage, and it looks like a commercial for I'm the most successful man in the world. There's the Rolls-Royce convertible. There's the Rolls-Royce hardtop. There's the Ferrari. There's the Mercedes that's been souped up. And a Ducati and some other amazing bike. And that's the beginning of his world. I remember the first time I saw it, my jaw dropped. Most gracious man in the world. 
Forbes, I love you like a sister. The door is always open anytime you're in town. And for the last couple of years, I've been staying at his home and enjoying him and his life. And he's been single. He's been looking for the perfect girl. And let me tell you, at some point, he would date four girls in a weekend trying to find this one. Well, about five months ago, he found her. He found the love of his life. I completely approve. Sane, beautiful, real estate, professional. Just loved him, and they were so cute together. Now, during the Malibu fires, he actually got stuck with a couple of neighbors in the middle of all this. Houses burned all around them, including Paramount Ranch. And I've got video of him dousing all the fires he saved his home. In fact, one of his favorite treasures in his living room is a hand-drawn picture of a key that Michael Jackson, he grew up with Michael Jackson, drew for him. It's really awesome. So he's living the life. Oh, my gosh, I decided to stay an extra day so we could do Super Bowl together. He was having 100 of his close friends, right? And I'm on the boat, and I get a text that four days ago, Scott had an aneurysm, and he died. I got to tell you, I wasn't sure if I was going to share this with you all or not, but we all spend so much time trying to amass things to make us better, feel richer, more successful, searching for love. He had just put an engagement ring on his girl's finger and she moved in the day before he died at 57 of an aneurysm. So just take a moment, everybody who's listening to this, and just be grateful for everything that you actually do have. And I've got friends in wheelchairs who are sitting in the hospital listening to this broadcast. I've got friends who are living the most amazing life. It doesn't much matter. The most important thing that you can do is live in gratitude, is to call somebody right now or before the end of this hour and say, hey, you know what? I love you. I don't know when I'm going to see you again, but share this crazy sense of love because all the things that we go through as humans, all the suffering and the pain that we deal with, I can't imagine being his girl right now. This unbelievable heartache. So you got a chance to hear about the beautiful things of Scott. If you go to my Facebook page, you'll see so many videos of me giving tours of his home, being silly with him and his dog, Walter. And I'm not quite sure what to do with this emotions or even what I expect from you listening to this, except to just say, Scott, I miss you. Uh, I miss a lot of people. You know, I miss my parents. I've got a couple of best friends who've left. But this one was pretty hard hit because it was so sudden. And so for all of you out there, I love you. And that's all I'm going to say about that. My first guest, and I know this is a tough one to follow, is someone that we all grew up watching American Gladiator. Now, there's a little caveat to this, too. One of my dear friends, an American Gladiator named Lee Rearman, is also no longer with us, also very sudden. So, again, I'm grateful for the people who come and go in my life, and one day I'll join all my friends on the other side, but not right now. Right now, I want to introduce you to a man who is a world-class fitness expert. I've watched him do his TEDx talk. He's a number one bestseller, motivational life coach, but he is a spirit. I have to tell you, I spent a lot of time with Lee talking about what it meant to be an American gladiator. Well, guys, you're going to get to meet him. His name is Dan the Nitro Clark. Give it up for him. Woo! <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's so good to connect with you, and I have such mixed emotions. You talked about a good friend of mine passing away, Lee, and, and that just brought up all the sadness. And then you told the story about your friend passing away. And this last year, I lost my mother. Uh, her one-year anniversary is coming up, and my heart is just crushed. And about a, right before that, I lost my younger brother. So um, I'm so happy to talk to you, but yet my heart is broken by the things that have happened to us in the past. 
And I think that's a, a great way, Forbes, to segue into everything you're saying, you know, because I faced my own death. Uh, and that was, that's what my TED Talk was about five years ago when I had a heart attack. And I was laying in front of the doctor in the emergency room after the ambulance took me there. And he looked at me and he said, I, well, I asked him the question. I had to know. I said, look, am I going to die? And I asked this question, Forbes, with the idea that he's going to give me reassurance. But he said, I don't know. He said, you've had this heart, you've been having this heart attack for the last three hours. We have to rush you into surgery and I'll do the best I can. Oh my in that God. moment. Right. In that moment between not knowing if I was going to live or die, it was one of the most transcendent and radiant moments of life where I, for the first time, understood what was the most important thing to me in life. And it was something that will probably not surprise you, but I think it will touch your heart because I think this is true for a lot of people listening. What I thought was most important in my life was all the things I had achieved, was the $5 million house, it was the, the, the German cars in the driveway, it was the best-selling author. I thought that was what was important to me. But in that moment, there were only two things that were important to me. And the first thing that was important to me was I wanted, at this time where I could die, I wanted the people that I loved, I wanted them near me. And the second thing I wanted was I wanted those people to know how much I loved them. That, to me, was the most important thing. And based upon getting the answers to the test before the test, I rebuilt my life five years ago. And I think because I've rebuilt my life, it's put me in a, a place you know, where I feel whole and fulfilled and, and finally happy at the deepest sense. And I think that's what brought us back together again and why I'm here. I know, because you actually reminded me that we bumped into each other in Starbucks. I'm sitting here, actually, in my television studio in St. Pete. My beautiful daughter's next to me. She's 16, and she works with me, which is such a blessing. I totally forgot. You just reminded me that two years ago, December, I got very, very, very ill, ended up in the emergency room, and uh, went in for a scope. And on the way out of anesthesia, got diagnosed. The doctor says, you've got stomach cancer. You're going to need chemo. It was five days before Christmas. Uh. And my oh. twins were 14 years old, and for three days I lied in the hospital, pretty clear, just like you were, that I one, I was sorry, I didn't want to leave the party quite so soon, but there was a weird piece about it, because I had my two kids there, who I loved more than anything, and I knew I did a good job, um, and it was quite a shock when I finally left the hospital, I checked myself out, because it was the day before Christmas, and I said, look, if I'm going to die, I'm doing it at home. And I got a crazy, I got a crazy phone call from my doctor the next morning, Christmas morning, and he says, "Hey, just want to tell you, got the biopsy back, and you don't have cancer. You've got H. pylori. It's curable with antibiotics. Have a nice Christmas." <laughs> oh wow, wow! You know what I love about that story? You know, what I love about what you did is I yeah. love that. You know, I know that we all know that we can't control what happens to us in life sometimes. We're going to get sick. There's going to be a death. There's going to be a divorce. But what I love what you did is you could control, you took control of what you could. You chose, you can't, we can't choose the path we're going to walk, but we can choose how to walk it. And it sounds like you chose to walk it with positivity, grace, and dignity. And I love that about that story. And I think it's inspiring. I love that you acknowledge it. I have been happier more successful on so many levels. 
uh, radiantly in love and just on a mission because it just, it set everything on its ear. So congratulations for almost dying. I think that might be the key to life. <laughs> you know what I, I say? The heart attack was the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, because I wouldn't be the man I was today. And uh, it gave me a, ch- a chance to see the test, the question to the test of life before the actual test. And, you know, for anybody out there who's struggling, you know, and, and God, I've struggled, you know, this year with my mom dying, my younger brother dying, having a major back surgery, getting five blood clots, kind of like your story. I had five blood clots after the back surgery. I'm laying in the hospital. They go in, they see the blood clots in my leg. Then they go and they say, oh, you know, as part of the ad administration process to the hospital, um, they do a chest scan and they say, oh, you very similar. They say, oh, you may have uh, uh, cancer too in your lungs. There's a two inch mass. And I remember when I was struggling and I was distraught, uh, I couldn't keep myself straight. I couldn't handle this beast of anxiety that was overwhelming me. I made the decision. I, I went into a deep meditation. Uh, I saw myself how I wanted to be, and a vision came to me. And that vision was, regardless of what happens to me, like you, I choose to handle this with dignity, grace, and make a choice to lift people up around me, regardless of my circumstances. And that boom, as soon as I came out, the next day I was fine, and I've been emotionally fine since then. And one of the biggest things that was... Uh, Dan, hang on one second to one of the yes. biggest things, because we want to know what this is, but I've got to go to a commercial break, which means everyone yes. like me is on the very edge of their seat, listening to what I think could be the most important show I've ever done. So do me a favor, listen to my sponsors, but please come back. You're listening to The Forbes Factor. Don't go away. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. 
listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. So we are dishing with one of my favorite American gladiators and a superstar in so many ways, Mr. Dan Clark. We call him Nitro. Uh, And if you listen to the first part of the show, it was very, very emotional. But I'm just going to add something. Um, You know, we've all gone through trauma. Here's a great thing. If you live long enough and a wonderful life, your parents will die, in fact. Bad things will happen to you. And what sets you apart from everyone else is not what happens to you, but it's how you handle it. The same circumstances happen to the different different people. One survives and one doesn't. Uh, I know I'll give a little shout out to one of my favorite soap opera stars and a friend, Christoph St. John. He just passed away. Uh, And there's lots of people. And you know, Dan, you said something about your heart's broken. And I'm going to challenge that. Because what if you choose not to have your heart broken over this, but to have it ignited that somebody wonderful passed through your life and that life is about coming and going and truly looking at the world in in a much more fluid way. I mean, I can't call my parents. They died 19 years ago. I think about them all the time and I miss them. But it's it's the perspective and how you put it into into your life so it fuels you, doesn't take you down. Do you agree? Well, I agree 100%. And I agree that the bottom of all grief, once we allow ourselves to go through that process, which is very, very healthy, is love. So I think there's two parts of that that I want to unpack. First, I think we put too much pride uh, in our society today as how strong we are, that we didn't get sad, that we don't have emotions. Mm. To have a healthy response to grief, right? Your mother dies, your friend dies. It's a healthy response to weep. It's a healthy response to, to grieve and go through that. It's not healthy to get stuck. But once you let or repress, once you let yourself do that, you get to the bottom of it. At the bottom of grief, what's there is a pool of love and the grief you feel is just a testament to the love you had that for that person. So when I say my heart was broken, I should have said my heart was broken open by the loss of my mom. Because oh. it, will, it will be a year ago, coming uh, February 23rd, and when I got the news my mom died, who died a, a, a slow but beautiful death of cancer, when I got the news I was on a cliff in, in Kauai overlooking Hanalei Bay, and my sister had called me, and she said, Mom passed. We thought it was going to be about a month away. Uh, I was a little shocked to hear it. But I was sitting on that cliff, and below me there was this beautiful ocean, and there were palm trees, and there were red clay cliff sides. And I got such a relief and such a feeling of comfort because I thought, you know what? My mom is now part of all this. Mm. She's now here. And even though I was sad, I had my heart full of love and I did exactly what you prescribed and I had perspective. So it was a good passing and I am a deeper and more loveful man for it. And I'm going back there with my sister for the 23rd to celebrate her life and all the good things she brought to my life. Mm, mm, I'm so proud of you. Hey, you know what? Let's just turn this a little bit because I, I love the fact that I have you here. A couple of quick questions. American Gladiator, give us some insight. What did it take to get to that level of athlete? It took to become American Gladiator. It took the same thing. I played professional football and it takes the same thing to succeed in anywhere. There's steps to success and it's having a vision, 
breaking it down into bite-sized chunks and going out each day and winning that day and laying that brick that you're building the staircase to your goal. So you asked me about American Gladiators, and I can tell you that a lot of hard work, putting my head down, uh, believing in myself and working, working, working every single day. And it's the same thing to, you know, selling my first book to directing a movie to uh, whatever I wanted to do. It's the same process. Does, does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. And our young entrepreneurs out there, whether they're young in spirit or age, definitely heard that. What do you do and how do you handle when someone says you can't? Well, that's the greatest motivator in the world to me, right? You tell me I can't? Oh, man, that lights a fire in me. Uh, that's, those words are the greatest. And, and I may not like it. I may get angry. I may feel uh, uh, pushed down, and I may feel squashed. But I have, well, in my younger years, I had such a drive to prove people wrong I think the wisdom with age, the perspective has changed where I'm not so much about, you know, I will show you. Uh, my drive is more about um, sharing my gift with the world, uh, helping change people's lives. Uh, and for me, that's been a healthy transformation. Uh, but I think in the beginning, whatever you have to use, young entrepreneurs, to get yourself working, and I have a whole toolbox of tools that I use to bust through procrastination, doubt, and that's part of, uh, part of what I'm doing now. I'm writing my third book, and it's called uh, How to Calm the Beast and Unleash Your Dreams. That's just a working title. But it's learning to deal with all those negative things that get in your way, the doubt, the procrastination, the worry, which manifesting in anxiety. And it's about how to bust through them so you can have the success, fulfillment, and happiness you deserve. Well, we can't wait for that book. How nice. All right, so you mentioned directing movies. Tell us about that. Oh, that was a, wow. So, <laughs> no one's ever asked me that question because I don't think, I think very few people have seen the movie. So... Back when I was a young man and uh, 25, 28, no, 30 years old, I had a dream. I had a vision and I couldn't get anybody else to fund this. So I took a big chunk of my savings at that time and my, my, my value and I, I put it behind this dream of uh, writing, starring and directing in a movie. And I got the idea from Robert Rodriguez, who did it first all those years ago. And I went out and wrote and directed a movie, produced it, sold it, got all, got, you know, all the money back. And uh, it, was a, it was a great experience. But it also taught me that that's not what I wanted to do with my life, if that makes sense. Uh, no, it sounds great. I'm actually glad that you did it. What's the movie called? Looking for Bruce. Did you find and it? And it's a story about, yeah, you can find it. Yeah, it's out there. It's a story no, about I mean, two brothers who... <laughs> well, it was a metaphor for looking for Bruce Lee. It was about two brothers who rough childhood, uh, who grew up wanting to be like Bruce. One of the brothers dies and the brother goes on the metaphorical, metaphorical journey of finding his brother uh, and, and then finding himself. Well, there was kind of an irony to that. I'm sorry about your brother. Yes. So talk to us. What's next? What do people want to connect with you about? You sound like you're speaking a lot, and that's brilliant. I, I'm excited to come see you speak live. So we're going to look for you yeah, somewhere. I, but- I'm, I'm, spe- I'm, I'm speaking all the time. I just launched a Facebook live show 
called Calm the Beast, where I'm doing a live show every day, 15 to 20 minutes, where I teach people the tools to overcome anxiety, to overcome the defeating thoughts and, and bust through, kind of like the new book is about, and uh, so they can have the happiness and success that they want. So that's the big thing, you know, putting on a daily show where I'm giving out content. So a lot of my energy is focused there. And again, the mission is, is to help people. I've struggled with anxiety. I've struggled with depression. And over the last 40 years, I've gathered this tool, set of tools in a, that I put into a toolbox that have helped me. And I've realized I'm only as good as the tools that I have in my toolbox. And for me to be happy and for me to be fulfilled and for me to be successful, I have to use these tools every single day. And the show... Okay, so before before the we run off the commercial break, hmm? give, me, give me an actionable tool that we can use. What's one of your most powerful tools? Visualization. Visualization changed my life when I was 13 years old, when I was dropping out of high school, when I was taking drugs, when I was drinking. It completely changed my life. And I'll share that story when, I, when we come back. Oh, awesome. All right. We're going to head off to a commercial break right now. Uh, I'm having a wonderful time reconnecting with Dan Nitro Clark in a conversation that I don't think I expected. Neither did you. So you're not going to want to miss the rest of this. And I've got another special guest coming up. So don't go away. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight-toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. All right, all right. I just had to bring back one last time to our segment with Dan Nitro-Clark. For those of you who loved American Gladiators like I did, I was just so excited to see strong men and women just doing great things. Uh, and I fantasized I could be on the show, but honestly, I was never that fit. <laughs> Dan, did you love your time on the show? Say that again? Did you love your time on the show? What's one of your outstanding memories? 
I, I love the time of the show. I, it would be uh, Madison Square Garden. We did a live tour, 120 cities across America. And the first tour stop was Madison Square Garden, and we sold it out. And it was running through the tunnel where I saw so many great athletes run through. And now I was that athlete. And I burst onto the floor of Madison Square Garden, 16,500 people rose to their feet and started chanting nitro, nitro, nitro. That, that's the one moment I like to keep close to my heart. And the cool thing is my first book I wrote, Gladiator, a true story of Roy's rage, rage, redemption is now getting the movie treatment. So what? I'm super excited about that. I'm so proud of you and so excited. And I do know that our dear friend Lee is looking down on both of us because he was a shining star in my life. Yes. Oh, yes. No, as beautiful people come and go. All right. So um, I'm going to I've got another guest in the wings here, but I just want to leave my audience. You are on fire. One of the things that I love about you, too, that you speak about is being a success who's had to reinvent himself because, you know, you're a lot of athletes are on top. Their game ends and they don't really know what to do with themselves. And you really led an amazing path. So I'm very proud of you. What's one last nugget that you would like to share with my amazing audience? And it's a, simple, it's a simple thing. I want everyone at home to realize that the people you see in life that you look up to and that you admire, that you wish your life was like theirs, they have that life not because they're more successful than you. It's not because, I'm sorry, they have the life because it's not because they're smarter than you. It's not because they're better than you. They have that life you aspire simply because they have better tools in their toolbox to help them succeed. And no matter where you are in life, you can learn these tools. You can have the life you want. It's just a matter of putting the right tools and strategies in place. And please come find me at Dan Nitro Clark on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, and I will share some of these tools with you because you deserve to be happy. Oh, Dan, I just absolutely love you. Big, big kiss all the way from Florida to California. Thanks so much. I look forward to talking to you soon. All right, you will be in touch. All right, make sure you look out for Dan Nitro. All over his new Facebook watch is certainly worth watching, and I'm a huge fan. All right, well, coming up next, to totally change the subject on this very, very memorable show we've got going on here, is I've got a woman, and here's what she does. She offers achievers just like you tried and true processes and systems, and i got to tell you, as part of the tools in your box, you need really good systems to succeed. Now, she gets to share her business practices, and she works as the podcast host of Anxiety-Free Selling Show. She's the author of Millionaire Moms. We just love Millionaire Moms. She's also a business sales coach, but this woman, she's done something crazy. See, at age 28, she was a former stay-at-home mom. She founded and led Earth Care, an environmental company that was actually traded on NASDAQ, achieving $125 million in annual revenue. At 28... You want to hear from her. You want to know, you've seen her on the Squawk Box on, in Women's Day in Forbes magazine, but I got to tell you, I got her right here, and she is bad to the bone. Please welcome Joyce Bone. Joyce, are you out there? Hi. Yeah, I'm here. How are you, Forbes? Was that a cool intro or what? That was fabulous. I'm like, wow, I want to meet that woman. No, but that's me. <laughs> so uh, great job on the intro. Well, thank you. All right, so share with us. Tell everybody what you're up to. You know, it's funny because I just had Dan Nitro from American Gladiator. He also was talking about a little anxiety. How did anxiety play out in your life? Uh, well, I was enjoying listening to Dan. I was like, well, what a perfect segue for today's conversation. And um, so 
Uh, tell me the question again. How does anxiety play in my life? Is that Well, you're talking about anxiety-free selling. And so many people get all in a nut when they go to sell. And mm-hmm. you know, and I teach I teach pitching, and I actually tell you, pitching is not selling. Even though I've sold two and a half billion dollars worth of product, I still don't like selling. So tell me about the the, the joy of anxiety free selling. Well, I I was kind of of a born salesperson in the fact that I love persuasion. I love to persuade people to whatever vision I have at the moment. So. Uh, my friends are like, well, why are you talking about anxiety-free selling? Because you don't seem very anxious when you sell. And I I said, well, I was sitting in a room one day, and I was listening to other salespeople, and I was observing that their beliefs were blocking their ability to sell. And I thought, you know, I can help those people. So I'm going to um, put together some information so that people can really learn the joy of selling because it's really not about... selling is about helping you connect someone else to what they want. And that shouldn't be an anxiety-ridden situation. And you're right, you know, pitching is different than selling. I've pitched. I've raised $66 million over the course of my career. Uh, And it's always about getting into the other person's head. So I teach people, you know, how to do what they need to do in order to make income, right? Because no matter... If you're a small business owner or a freelancer, 1099, part of your job is going to be sales. So you might as well learn how to do it with, with joy. Well, and do you teach that for people? I do. Yes, I do. I, I'm a business and sales coach, and um, I have a course I'm creating around that. And, you know, once people realize that, that anytime they feel fear, it's really they're, what they're feeling is the thought or emotion of, of the of some rejection that they believe about themselves. So I really kind of get down to the root of, well, why do you believe that? Is that even true, right? So a lot of times we create scenarios and for other people that are just aren't true. So the thing that kind of got me going down this road was this one lady was like, I am never, she was in sales. I am never going to pick up the phone and call people because I hate it when people call me on the phone. I hang up. I'm mean. I'm never going to do it. And, I, you know, I thought, well, you know, a lot of people actually like to get phone calls. Maybe that's the only call they get all day. So why would you presume to know what someone else knows, right, uh, because you don't know what they're thinking. So really what we're getting to the bottom of is our own personal hang-ups. So if you're an introverted person and you have to sell something, that's really uncomfortable. So we look at, you know, okay, well, what beliefs do you have of what could possibly happen? Now let's come up with alternative scenarios and what you can do if that feeling creeps up. Instead of feeling that feeling or thinking that thought, what other thought or feeling can I have? And it's really about psychology, you know, at the end of the day and personal psychology. That's why I actually love sales is because it's so transformative. It's, you have to be constantly working on yourself if you're going to be in sales because, you know, you have to sell yourself first and then you go out and you face whatever comes at you in your sales day. So I really just want to empower people, you know, instead of seeing I'm, instead of seeing impossible, see I'm possible. That's really at the basis of my work. And, you know, selling is the mechanism that I choose to work with people on. 
Well, I will tell you, I'm actually very excited because to hear your whole mentality, because it, it shifts, it's really the key to everything. Tomorrow, I actually start a five-day class that I teach known as Forbes Factor Live. And so whenever you've got somebody that's truly stuck, send them my way, because I've got a couple of insights and techniques to get people out of their own way. And one of the things, can I do something with you real quick? I would love it. What is your first memory in life? Oh, my gosh. My very first memory in life? I think it was being in my crib. <laughs> okay. And what was, it, what was happening? Just sitting there waiting for my really? mom. Waiting for yeah. your mom. Do you remember anything else about that? She, she was taking a long time to get there. <laughs> I, oh, I so, think. so let me ask you a question. What decision does a little girl make about life based on that moment? I would say that you got to make things happen. Bingo. So let me ask you a question. How does that phrase show up in your life? You've got to make things happen. Uh, pretty much all the time, every day. Okay. You know what? Congratulations. And I knew it was going to be something like that because I ask that question all the time. And I'm going to share with you that a lot of the people that you deal with who have anxiety over selling or anxiety in any way, you don't make me realize, but their first memory is of being molested, of being hurt, of actually, and it's not actually what happened. I've got one of my clients who fell out of a tree. Parents weren't there and friends rushed him to the hospital. So he made a decision that strangers will always help you. I have another girl who actually also broke her leg. Mom and dad weren't there. And her decision is, I hate them. My parents don't love me. They're horrible people. Same exact incident, ironically, two very different outcomes. So yours, mm. you've got to make things happen. Your, your decision might have been, oh, well, no, I've been abandoned and nobody loves me. But congratulations. This, that's one reason at 28 you've been so successful because of this decision, I believe, that runs your entire hard drive of your operating system. Mm, that's fascinating, and um, I totally, you know, that, that it really is fascinating because it's all about how you choose to look at things in life. Are you going to empower yourself or disempower yourself? And like you, I'm all about empowering people. Well, I love the fact that you choose to help other people, but you, my darling, are one of, sorry, I just took a little bite of food because my daughter walked in. <laughs> you, you are a mom, a mom, obviously. How old are your kids? Uh, my, I have a 23-year-old, a 19-year-old, and a 16-year-old. I've got two 16-year-olds. Oh, Please tell me it all works out okay. Uh, well, I'll let you know in a few years. <laughs> well, I love the 16 She walked in I just, while I'm... Go ahead. Oh, I, I, I just started homeschooling my 16-year-old so, uh, this week. So that is a uh, major change, right? So that could be anxiety ridden, but instead I'm looking at it like, wow, this is going to be so fun. We're going to get to do things that we never had the time to do because he was gone all day. So, you know, it's all about how you frame things in life. And I, I just think it's, it, it just saddens me when I see people choosing a darker viewpoint on things. It's so, it's so not necessary. Yes, we all have negative feelings. Yes, we all have anxiety. We all have things that happen to us in life that are unfortunate. But you know what? You don't have to give your power away. You can just choose to reframe it and decide that this is going to be something that gets you to the next level. And uh, so that's you know how I choose. My, my son, it was funny because our first day was yesterday, and he was like, um, he said he read something on my desk. It was called Play the I Like Game as Much as Possible. And he goes, Mom, you're so happy-go-lucky. 
He's like, that's just kind of funny. <laughs> I go, well, you know, life will hand you, you know, uh, a lot of different situations in life. And you just have to choose that I'm going to be happy no matter what. I'm going to thrive no matter what. And so that was like one of the first lessons I got to teach him in my, uh, uh, my new role as homeschooling mom. That is a whole other conversation about how and why you, I don't think my kids could stand being around me that much, as much as I love them. I work with my daughter, but congratulations for that. And I'll tell you what, you're the kind of person that we do want to mastermind with because you have this amazing positive outlook on, on a lot of things. All right, so give my entrepreneurs who are struggling a piece of advice. Somebody wakes up and they're going, you know what, I can't do this anymore. Everybody told me I can't. They're right, and they're going to give up. What do you do at that moment? I tell them to go take a nap. <laughs> Just get rid of that thought, whatever you have to do. Go for a run, you know, take a nap. So the first thing you got to do is stop your stinking thinking. That's number one. So whatever it takes to get out of that mindset, you must do. So, um, and then once that, you know, let's say they go and take a nap and they shut that down for the moment, when they get back up, choose to think of, something that makes them happy, if they just focus on bringing happiness into their life, then they can, they'll be in a better position to think through their next step. Just because something happened doesn't mean it's fatal. It's feedback. That's all it is. So don't act like because one thing happened, then your life's over. It's kind of, you have to create the, um, what you want to see happen in advance. You have to live your life as is. And that was a big thing for me because I had to learn to do that for myself um, because, you know, life has a lot of things that happen. You know, my brother died of cancer when he was 41 in front of me. My, my dad passed away unexpectedly on Thanksgiving Day. I mean, things happen in life. So you have to learn to be able to reset where you're at at any given moment because you never know when the other shoe's going to fall. Like I said, I just started homeschooling this week. I wasn't planning on homeschooling. This was a decision I had to make within three days. And I told my son, he's like, it's a big choice, Mom. So, you know, that's a big choice to make in a short time frame. And I said, you know what? No, no decision is a decision. So we're going to make a, make, a, make a call on this. We may be right. We may be wrong. But we'll get feedback and we'll go from there. And um, so that's the biggest thing is you cannot allow your brain to go there. So get out of that mindset, you know, if it's a bowl of ice cream, whatever it takes to, to kind of knock yourself out of that situation, preferably something like exercise or a nap that, you know, doesn't encourage overeating or whatever. Uh, but then at that point, start thinking about how can I be happy right now? Because unless I'm happy right now, I'm not going to draw anything else good to me. So even though yeah. you know, hey, my are, bills may be... We're, we're up sorry, against, what? No, no, that's okay. We're up against a, um, a commercial break. So we come back, we're going to ask oh, okay. you... We're going we're gonna to go away to my sponsors, come right back, and we're going to ask you one more true secret to happiness and wrap this up because you are just awesome, but I want to bring my daughter on before the end of the show is over because people are going, wait, we want to hear from McKenna. So guys, yes. don't say we'll be right back with the true secret to happiness. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. 
If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop take voice america on the go and listen anywhere get our mobile app for iphone blackberry or android at the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market you are listening to the forbes factor to call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Okay, I haven't had a guest make me smile this much. Please welcome back Joyce Bone, who is an amazing entrepreneur, but above everything, she's just got an attitude of gratitude. So, Joyce, um, you've got a new course coming out. How do people get a hold of you? Uh, well, they can either go to my website, JoyceBone.com, J-O-Y-C-E-B-O-N-E.com, or they can text me at 444-999, put in the keyword bone, B-O-N-E, and they'll get sent my 90-day sprint, um, and then we can stay in touch that way. And as soon as my course is out, I'll be happy to share that. But meanwhile, they can listen to my podcast or join my anxiety-free selling group on Facebook. Well, I just think that you are spectacular. Um, Tell me about Millionaire Moms. Well, that is the book I wrote. I interviewed 100 different millionaire moms. I put 35 of them in my book, and I just share best practices on how to juggle work and family life at the same time. And um, I think... I think, okay, I'm biased, but I think it's really good and helps a lot of women master trying to do it all. So it can be a little overwhelming at times. Well, and we all know that. All right, so here's what you want to do. You want to text 444-999, the word bone, and get her 90-day sprint. Let's give it up, Miss Joan Boyce. It was so nice to connect with you. Thank you. Well, thank you, Forbes. It was a privilege being on the show, and have a great rest of your day. Thank you, guys. Ooh. All right, so the last... <laughs> The last couple of minutes that I've got left on my favorite show here on Forbes Factor, I'm going to bring in a very, very special guest. She just took a little time off from, from school and flag football and all the other things that she does. In fact, 
there was a huge conference that Russell Brunson, the guy who created ClickFunnels, just spoke at in front of 30,000 participants, and he mentioned us. He actually mentioned because my daughter builds funnels, and we met him last year. And it's very funny because I was on stage with him. Uh, we did our own speech. And my daughter comes up, and she's 15 at the time, and Russell owns a mega multi-million dollar company. If you don't know about it, uh, I can offer you his free book. Go to ForbesFriendsWithAnS.com, Forbes Friends, and he will send you a copy of his book completely for free. It's one of the Bibles of how we run our business called Expert Secrets. So go to ForbesFriends.com. And uh, McKenna looked at him, and, well, I don't hear, what did you say to him? Come here, McKenna. I'd like to introduce you right now to an amazing 16-year-old and my daughter, Miss McKenna Riley. Come here. So you were at this event, and Russell's there, and you see him, and you walked up to him, and what did you say? Um, I just, I just. I well, basically, you walked up to him and told him that she liked his platform, but that he could use some work. And she had some things she wanted to fix, and he took that under advisement. She ended up on his podcast and was so impressed that he mentioned this while he was on stage during his speech. So, McKenna, come over here. You've got to speak into the microphone. And I want you to say hi to everybody. I don't get a chance to do this Hello. right now. So what are you up to? I'm building a pitch funnel right now. And if you're not loud enough, nobody here at home can hear you. It's kind of a secret talking into the microphone. So there's people out there who have no idea what a funnel is. So here's my deal, guys. If you have a product, a service, an idea, and you want to get it out to the world on the web, which you should, you don't need a website to do it. You don't need a Facebook page. What you need is a funnel. So do you mind sharing with everybody, what is a funnel? So if you have a product, a course, anything like that, if you've been on Facebook before and you've seen someone offering a free book and you click on the ad and you just have to put your name and email in and then they'll give you the book and then they go, wait, we've got a charge for you. You have to pay $7 for shipping and then you pay the $7 and you get the course and then this and it just keeps going on and on just trying to get you to purchase things. That is a funnel. It's you want their name and email and then you just upsell them or it's informational if you want someone to join an event. Pretty much websites don't sell, funnels sell. So if you're looking to make money from what you sell, your product, your service, a funnel is what you need. What kind of money can you make in a funnel? That's all up to you. Well, the truth is there's people who made millions and millions of dollars. Um, if you've got a company, you talk about something that most adults don't realize, is what is an avatar? Who are you selling to? How do you determine that? And why is it important? So each company you work with, when you buy something, you are their audience. So if I am selling coffee cups that say best mom in the world, I'm typically going to be going for stay-at-home moms, and I'll probably be targeting their husbands or their kids because that's my audience. So I would do something like that around Mother's Day or um, sometimes around Christmas, but your audience is exactly who you're targeting. So if you're doing just people in America, there's 300 million people in the United States. There are 500,000 people that are exactly like you, that have the exact same habits, that have something that is just like you, and they're all interested in that one thing. If you can target just 10,000 of those identical people, then you have your audience, you know exactly who to sell with. If you get those 10,000 emails and you know they all have a dog that is blonde, that's small, that weighs less than 90 pounds, you know exactly what to target to them, and then it's not even selling anymore, it's just going here, buy this. 
So if you're listening, let me remind you, the other voice that you're listening to is a 16-year-old. Can I ask you, how did you come to be so knowledgeable about all this? You. Okay. <laughs> well, what does that mean? Uh, I had a foot in the door, so it's not really fair to ask that to me, but I got to speak with a lot of the best marketers in the world, the people, the highest people you can get to, like um, just Russell Brunson, things like that. I was able to talk with them, go to lunch with them, learn personally from them, and get their courses. Well, but to be fair, you have a twin brother who has, while he's a, an A student and he's a quarterback on the football team, has zero interest in marketing at all. So you both had the same access. You seem to no, have this real interest. he didn't have the same access because I grew up on the back of HSN sets and he didn't. Okay, so what does that mean to somebody listening who has no idea what even HSN might be? HSN is the home shopping network. That's where you did what you did. And I, when I was little, there's two sides of an HSN set. There's the showing side with the studio and then there's the runway side she would be on the showing side and I would sleep on the runway behind the cameras and things like that and watch her go or if it was like three in the morning I would just come with her sleep there and then she dropped me off at school but it was like our way of hanging out so we'd hang out in the green room and stuff like that so I got to meet directors people who worked on HSN cameramen and it just shows you how things are produced, how you sell, how when the numbers started going, the time started running down, how she would crunch, how she would change what she's saying. Each one was different depending on how well they were doing. And if you start doing that from when you're not even a year old traveling to England with you three times, it's just something gets engraved in your brain. So we're about out of time. Was it fun being my kid? I don't know. I'm still your kid. <laughs> All right, so what one piece of advice can you give to an entrepreneur? Um, what was the link to the free book? Oh, you can go to, I think, free, oh, Forbes Friends. Forbes, yeah, just go there. Just Forbes. sign up for that. It's free. That would be probably the most useful. Well, thing. we also have a little free gift. Can we do free gift from Forbes.com? Not yet. Okay, well, that's not quite. Well, I'm sorry. It's not a funnel that's built yet. Um, all right, so very last thing. Um, you got kids in high school. Do they think that you're cool? They think you're weird. What kind of question is that? I don't it's know. It's the 21st century. No one. Nobody what? Nobody bullies bully anymore? anymore? We don't bully anymore. We I don't talk about this outside of this. Okay. So uh, I think I might have embarrassed my daughter. What's, well, come on. This is my audience. This is a chance for you to be a rock star. How do people, do you do jobs for other people besides your mom? No. Oh, yes. You, oh, all right. So yes. Has, so I <laughs> will do a job, but I, I, I like to do it. So if you're actually interested in it, then yes. So if you're actually interested in meeting this very precocious, smart, and amazing daughter that we call McKenna Riley, uh, reach out to me on Facebook and say, hey, you know what? I listened to your daughter. She's full of nuggets, and she'd like to do more. Um, if you have a 16-year-old, you know what I'm dealing with, but I got to tell you, I feel very blessed to be a mom. I feel blessed to have amazing friends. Thank you to everybody who's part of the radio show here and a podcast. Uh, you guys make make me look good and I appreciate that so from all of us here in Forbes Factor let's go out and make it an amazing week and stay connected stay in touch and tell somebody that you love that you love them you never know when it's the last time you get to do that see you again soon bye bye everybody thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.